What's up? Hello. Hey, buddy. What is up? How has... See, look, oh, you... I thought I was going to be like late, and I'm the first <laughs> one to the party. Laz, first and foremost, and I want to really reiterate this, um, your content, uh, yourself in The Matrix Explained, um, I consider you sort of these twin flames out there, eternal matrix enlightening, illuminating, elucidating, fucking edifying, whatever, all the, like, all the words to describe people who have immersed themselves in the matrix, who live it really, truly, uh, your content in terms of quality, the see, I said that first quality and then quantity is just so fucking generous, man. It is so quintessentially like that's the spirit of what this endless rabbit hole is, right? And I love that you have that as part of your kind of that motif of the rabbit hole and going, going deeper and deeper. And so like off the fucking bat, man, like mad respect and you're really killing the game. You're just the number one out there, man. So had to say it from the start. Thank you. No, I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate people, you know, like noticing, you know, the amount of effort that goes into it because I just thought that, you know, when I started the channel that there was a void there, but I do want to shout out of uh, Vesuvius MXO because he he's like more focused on the matrix online yeah so you know what i mean that's like even further down the rabbit hole like the niche <laughs> of the niche but um Absolutely. but you know like he's like he's like really like when i when i because i played the game but like you know what i mean like if i draw a blank or if i'm like trying to remember what happened in the storyline like i'll go straight to him and he's like always if he doesn't remember he'll point me to exactly where i can find it so exactly there's a there's a few of us there's a handful of us that's the thing i'm not by myself out here that's there right exactly. others uh, but that was the other thing i wanted yeah. to i wanted to put that kind of bat signal that beacon out there to find each other you know what i mean yes. like there there are some hardcore matrix fans we're out here yeah and it's time to connect <laughs> i mean it you is. know when i looked at like the what's it the uh like star wars and star trek they're older franchises yeah you know what i mean so they've had like that generation where okay you can watch it with your dad or whatever whatever so i feel like matrix is just now getting to that point mm, but that's right now it's up to us as the fans to push it over that hump man so. you said it more eloquently more succinctly than i could have put it definitely and as you said so you, it's great to have these like self-sustaining flames uh which is yourself out there which honestly again uh, it was uh not emaciated but i would say just there was a lot less down to a trickle if, if anything probably to the point where you know like i i have this guy here you know this kind of reminded me of um a time when you know there, there was things there was do you remember comics like that was a thing back in the day when we actually had stuff um, to kind of dive into and it was it at almost down from a trickle to almost nothing and just looking at just across the years your just regular um uh i i, I find i'm so openly af like uh i'm just i'm very very unfettered in, in expressing my admiration for people who uh i did this with the kojima we did a huge sort of like multi-year process of just you know what there's no information let's go in all the directions let's discuss all the adjacent um additive uh you know knowledge enhancing things which by the time anything happens even if nothing ever does happen just the exercise of going through that uh philosophical spiritual um uh existential all those angles like they inform your appreciation for what 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 was what came and then what for potentially will come and um it is just yeah that is a really really worthwhile endeavor so but i have to echo what my friend uh um Laz just said, listeners, if you're out there, like Matrix, so reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Matrix is really coming alive. I really hope if any of the mods are listening, like just add an icon for the, for the, we have the desktop edition and like the mobile, like it's so weird, like we deserve like an icon, like we need like a little symbol for the mobile app. Um, and so, yeah, I want to get your, your commentary on that. Laz, you really launched into it really well is things coming up and, and coming to life and really looking forward uh, on this beautiful day of like the anniversary, the 18th anniversary of um, Matrix Reloaded, which was the last time historically when we had something ahead of us and it had been quite a few years since the last one. So like 99, 2003, that we had no idea. So give us the, you know, finger on the pulse of where you're at in the past few years and currently with the, with the Matrix, man. Well, first, props to you for holding up that 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 was the uh, paperback volume one. So props <laughs> to you for being like, that's like, yeah. show me you're a hardcore Matrix fan without I telling am. me I'm a hardcore Matrix fan. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, at that stage, when the comics came out, like you said, we were past revolutions and reloaded when, you know, I mean, they were letting them out online. But honestly, I didn't even find the comics online until after 
Revolutions Reloaded and Animatrix even. Yeah. Um, I was late to that party. Um, and then, like I said, the printed ver- versions came out. Um, but yeah, to, to, to rewind the clock all the way back to Reloaded. Let's go. Yeah, like you said, they, I mean, you know, there's a big difference between a four-year gap and a 20-year gap. Mm. Um, yes. <laughs> but, I mean, I was excited for it. And, you know, they, they, they shot them together. We knew that the third one was coming right right after in the same year even it was november i believe uh revolutions was released so we knew we were going to get more and the cliffhanger ending of reloaded like it was just perfect for me like i I really like reloaded is arguably one of my arguably my favorite of the three i mean i get you're like the original oh my god i literally just met my brother across the cosmos that is i can't downplay i can't downplay the the impact of the original i I get it i get why people say that's the best one uh, classically, when you're talking about filmmaking, when you're comparing it to other films, when you're mm. talking about, you know, how do we tell a story in Hollywood? Yes, the original Matrix checks all the boxes, but mm. that's why I love Reloaded so much because it was so different. Yeah. And there was just action, 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 action. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then, and, and, and then you end up in the architect's room and it's like, wait, what? what? Exactly. <laughs> and it's almost as if, so one thing, and you said it so again, you have a really real good way with words, man. I don't know. So you do obviously podcasts, right? Like I, I can tell like that's something. Honestly, you- well, it, it's funny. I mean, Vesuvius, I, Vesuvius and I have done a, you know, a few live streams on my channel. Okay. Uh, I've been a guest on his podcast. That's the thing. I'm talking about podcasting. I've been more a guest. Like I don't have my own podcast. Oh, well, I've just been this doing is live yours, streams man. I've, I've said this. I mean, you are like, like this is any like I'm just gonna formally say episode one right here, man. You are the co- like co-host. You are this is it. Like, anytime you want to riff, man, it is the Matrix. Doc. We've had oh, Alexander. thanks for sharing, dude. Absolutely, but that's the thing. Yeah. I just love talking Matrix. Like, if you're just gonna yeah. say, okay, we're gonna talk about. Remember, I asked you, I'm like, do you want me to like research anything? Like, we talking about something <laughs> specific? Like, no, freestyle. Okay, freestyle. like I can talk about the Matrix for days, so it's and- not even a big deal. I think this might be a good time to just shout out to Alexander Hamon. This guy, I sent you some of this. Oh yeah, you said he liked some of your stuff, right? Some of the stuff, but also yeah, the like the um, the recent one about just that next life theory. Obviously, people have chimed in saying Albert, you know, it's actually in the first film that he dies and comes back, and that's self-contained. But he also dies again, obviously, then comes back. So Neo with his resurrections again, that theme of you know return and the you know the R the revolutions, all of this, um, and things rebooting and all of this. Like it's all congruent with, uh, yeah, like how nature works, which is you know life, death, rebirth, and then yeah, like programs. You know, uh, there's a there's a life cycle to programs, then deleted, and then uh, you know reconstituted new data. It's all, yeah, again that beautiful indistinguishability between the real and the unreal, which which really lends honestly this uh, series like it's pure timelessness, like philosophically, you know, simulacral simulacrum. And it is so good to, and you are, I think, cause I can tell probably just from the voice, I don't know, maybe you're doing that cool, amazing, I don't ever age thing, but you seem like you're a bit <laughs> younger than me. And it just gives me great hope that like, uh, that it is going to, uh, with especially Matrix 4, Matrix Resurrections, whatever people are calling it, um, is uh, really paving the way for the continuation of that dialogue in especially this like the first couple of films man they were so prescient about how dependent we've become on technology and how frightening honestly that we are very much approaching that you know when morphe said it i watched it yesterday just uh, i just sort of threw, threw it on uh, it is us who darken the sky you know and yeah and i want maybe speak to that man just the idea of the matrix now 2021 go for it no i love well i love the animatrix reference because I know I said when I I was specific with saying Reloaded was probably my favorite of the live action films, but the Animatrix, it just hit different. I mean, that it was, you know, like you said, when you you, you get into the history and the mythology behind the story, it just was very eye opening. I always recommend that people see it for Mm -hmm. themselves. Um, But you mentioned Alexander Himon and, um, you know, not to get too political, because like I don't. Like, I don't care. Like, you can, that's cool. I mean, you're in another country, which is even better. Because, yeah. um, like, it's so polarizing here right now. And that's the thing. Like, I don't take either side. Like, I think it's all part of the that matrix. You know, it's, it's a political matrix. matrix. It's its own control system. And that that was the beauty of Reloaded is when you're meeting with the architect and it's like, wait, mm-hmm. okay, so the Oracle's a program. Yeah. It's another system of control. Like, it's just another layer, you know, more to figure out. And, and that's how I feel like our system is set up. But, uh, to circle back to Alexander Heman, he wrote this piece. Uh, I can't remember what article 
it was for what magazine was for but i did a video on it, it it's the uh the trump video hmm. and um he te technically like he actually called that whole storming on the capitol thing he predicted that and hmm. he predicted that from his uh perspective um with the whole bosnia conflict he was you know front row seat for that hmm. um so you know I i'm glad that that was you know the end of that violence but he told us that that violence was coming based on his experience in another country. So when yeah. you're talking about how the Matrix films parallel real life and then, like I said, to see him write that article in between, you know, the previous trilogy and now he's writing for the Matrix 4. I'm so excited for the Matrix 4 because I Buddy. know they're going to give us something. I know they're going to give us something that I we're know. not going to see coming, you know. And, and the thing that we have, and we should have actually should have opened with it, honestly, is Lana. Man, can you feel that from Lana just throughout this, like creatively, just even globally with when we saw, obviously it was leaked, but it's almost like a blessing. We got to see the multicolored code and it is going to just be this payan, this um, direct one for one of her, like fully with like the mask off of uh, her past life. Uh, that, that idea of um, complete, unification of you know outer projection you know residual self-image and self mm -hmm. uh it was a layer to the matrix that we were so unaware of for so long and it, it fits i think honestly she's probably leading from that in wanting to return because i i honestly believe like um I, i'm not getting any even the faintest bits of this being anything to do with like cash grab trying to da 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 this is just no like, you know, i don't yeah, smell cash grab exactly Look. you know god, god of war i do the god of War podcast too and uh, we talked about how it's like what would have been this thing of you know kratos with that established like oh that's just what god war god of war is this sort of masculine over hyper masculine power fantasy stuff and then for, for to look at it and corey said look no i i've grown like as a father i i went i had like a film career <laughs> like build and then vanish under my feet and it was just this like the best of art is as an outlet for yeah like the human condition for what you're going through and putting something and channeling very important personal feelings into something timeless that can be universal and related to from all kinds of angles and who can't relate to that idea of that finding of one's identity and that's why you know what all the filming we've seen i don't know spoiler alert to people but we will discuss are you happy with discussing a bit of leaks just the set leaks and stuff of Matrix oh yeah 4? i mean i yeah I, I i put as many videos of san francisco yeah. footage as i can find <laughs> up so they're Let's, not going to offend me. I do understand where some people like, oh, don't talk to me about it. I don't want any spoilers. Oh, that's cool. And, 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 yeah. from, and from where I'm sitting, like just looking at all this stuff, I'm like, well, you can't really tell what's going on. I mean, yeah. they're, they're not. And this is all pre-production, like stuff we saw. All that stuff could have been cut. All those could have been test shots for all we know. Well, test so, shots, you know. you know, deception, who knows? But yeah, it, exactly right. Misdirection. Like, misdirection. Yeah. yeah. But as much as, you know, let's like going off of that is like I have not seen Neo look like Neo. There's a sense of the Neo behind the Neo. Like he looks a bit bedraggled. Like he, you, you can sense that he's embodying him and obviously on the bike there with Carrie. Um, but there's a sense, oh, he's got the beard and everything. And it's like. Yeah, the curtain has lifted off, and who knows if again that the, the big question is how how deep do the layers of control go? Is there ever really, you know, uh, Elon Musk joked about it on SNL a couple of days ago? Are we living in a simulation? That's not. Um, we can't brush that aside. Like it's still something that people bring up, you know, about that idea of the hyper indistinguishable from reality simulation thing. I love that. That's still something that we're because it, it, it's it's so important to to remain aware of. The possibilities and not to just follow programming obviously it's a parable it's got that science fiction veneer but the core message like with tool like with uh, so many of the um, entities of uh advocacy for free thought free speech uh is it's so important to to yeah like like liberate us like free your mind like that's the kind of adage mm -hmm. of it but to yeah um the well, only wait, way wait. Is, is to is to free yourself i think definitely go for it well, hold, hold that thought about freeing your mind because I want to come on circle back to that because yeah. you did mention the hairstyles mm. and just real quick at the end of Berlin that's when Keanu Reeves shaved his head and went completely bald that's true actually yeah which potential yeah. spoiler alert could show that he has a reawakening and that he's mm. like back in the in the tubes or the pods or whatever you want to call them if he um, gets put back in the back in the tubes man what, what what would that be for you symbolically I think symbolically I mean we don't that's one of the plot lines of the matrix online we don't know what happened to his remains you know the whole death of morpheus was that he demanded the machines give back his remains and they did not do that so for all we know they reinserted him reinserted him into the matrix like uh cypher requested um so that would you know play towards that when we saw that picture also more recently uh this year 2021 
there is a shot of Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss in CGI mm-hmm. marker gear. Mm-hmm. And now the first shot, he's got, you know, the scruff. Yeah. But I did see him in Berlin a couple of days after that with the like the more original Neo haircut, like a shorter haircut. Okay. So I don't know if they're doing reshow shoots. I don't know if you know what I mean? For all we know, they could be shooting a Neo video game. I don't know. Buddy, no, not- don't. Did you just c- careful? Because I'm gonna fucking. I can't. We will go for four hours if we talk about them developing, like, because Keanu did. I'm not cyber- ruining it out, man. The pieces are there because Cyberpunk. You know, he visited Kojima mm-hmm. Productions. Dude, this is that's 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 what made me think about it because I, I saw the pictures of him in similar CGI gear for Cyberpunk. So I'm like, yeah. right, he's recently done this. This is not out of his wheelhouse. Oh, it could yeah. happen. Dude, oh, it, yeah. <laughs> you just I'm got me going. I'm excited. I say it that way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be thinking about that all day. That's a gift from from you to me. I have to reciprocate in some way, dude. Um, and yeah, so that's what I mean. Also, we're seeing this from WB, and we're gonna. I'm just gonna talk some some very well earned sugar to to WB with Dune, with Godzilla versus Kong, which admittedly complete surface level. You know, you obviously have the 50s uh, version about you know the um, metaphor for like Hiroshima and stuff. Um, but yes, honestly, yes. like like WB and even Mortal Kombat, I'll throw that in. Like they just have, a, there's just a sense of this respect for source material. Dune, for example, like it's coming out soon, this idea of, you know, Dune and and uh, there's, there's some, there's, there's some shared DNA between like just some of that philosophical existential stuff um, with, with and spiritual stuff between Dune and the Matrix. But, but one thing I'm seeing, I just want to give this to like people who are hyping out with Laz and I, like with talking about games, talking about, uh, um, you know, ancillary media and stuff. Let me just say, so I've seen some of this through the Dune podcast stuff I do. I've seen some of the stuff that they're doing alongside around, you know, the Funcom game coming out, for example. Like, look to all of WB's other um, avenues that they're doing. They're exploring Harry Potter, blah, whatever. Like, they're going to do streaming series. I'm just going to say, obviously, a Matrix streaming series is a fucking shoe in Okay, Laz. Like, oh, I can on. back you up. I can, I can, I can back you up with. Uh, yes. uh, I believe it's the future of the Matrix video. It's probably from yeah. this time last year. But I've got a quote from the CEO of Village Roadshow. Mm. Um, he did not specifically say that they were doing a Matrix streamer, but what he did say is post-pandemic because everything had already happened. Mm. That you know, that's an avenue that they are certainly preparing for. So yeah. he didn't give us a promise. But they're li- that I I think if the Matrix Four does well, that that should be expected. The, you said it there, and and you have um you know the Sisterhood coming uh, alongside Dune. You have I think WB is also Batman. You have Gotham coming out for that, um and it's and it's a shoe in. It's again, it's this thing of what I think will be additive and add depth to it. And frankly, like look at for example the '99 film, uh, which by the way, mini story for me. I watched The Matrix for the first time on VHS in Italy. <laughs> I was a tiny little kid. <laughs> I want to get your like first point of contact with Matrix because it is episode one, uh, and it completely fucking went over my head. I was like, I don't understand, you know. And so I actually took a few extra years to like watch it again, and then it was honestly the lead up to to Reloaded. It's a special film for me, Reloaded. I, I learned. Half of my martial arts that I do off of just fucking copying, you know, especially that opening scene. Like I learned my roundhouse from repeating those scenes and I do capoeira because of fucking some of the amazing burly brawl stuff. Um, This was before a lot of the, I would say the gigantic turned up to 11 amplification of jadedness and close-mindedness and rage culture since like the 2012s. Um, Because back then I just don't remember there being that much like, you know, like there's that furor around the 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 quality of the sequels. It's like they were li- they were literally going for something different. Like as you said, it was action, like a big chunk of like 80 percent, and then just fucking philosophy at the end, like a little coda with the architect. You know, yeah, um, yeah like what you're talking about with the martial arts. You know, I mean, they give credit to you know Wu Ping and all the wire work and and taking that aspect of you know the old um, was it Golden Harvest, like uh, you know the um, the Kung Fu flicks, you know, Jackie Chan. Yes. I mean, they, 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 they give credit to that influence, but mm-hmm. you know, at that time we hadn't seen it in a major Hollywood film, not like that. Mm-hmm. But Laz, I'm going to just, cause we're, we're in hype mode. I wasn't expecting to get, to get on the fucking hype mode highway with you. You fuck. Like I fucking love you, man. So we, I just, that, that's like I said, we could talk matrix forever, let's man. This do is what it. I do. <laughs> so I just want to, I'm going to give you a little preview. Cause I like to kind of do mind's eye cinema. You do realize that. So obviously we're holding true to December. We're totally, I'm, absolutely accepting for if they delay for any reason it's fine right same 
yeah I, honestly when i saw the the marker stuff like i said if they're making a video game cool but if they're not if it is reshoots i would expect the delay Exactly. We don't know what it is. We That's don't know right. what it is. But. So, but I will say, so say it holds true. We go off of what we know, and then we pivot, we vibe, etc. Right. For, say, for right now, we're planning for December. Play for December. So I'm just going to say, so in about four-ish months, obviously we have SDCC. We could oh, be man, possibly getting. Go? I know the the, the teaser trailer. <laughs> Sorry, the teaser poster at SDCC would be. Well, but it would be. And insane. that's the thing. Okay, so. Yeah. We talked about the leaks earlier. I mean, don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm impatient for a trailer. I want to see it <laughs> as much as the next man, if not more. Um, but there's been like this kind of radio silence this, these last few months. Like even the actors aren't even doing interviews, which is weird because they were doing interviews and then all of a sudden no one's saying anything. Yeah. But when you consider the leaks from San Francisco, I mean, we kind of got a trailer already. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's actually true. <laughs> so, so we saw me, a lot of action yeah. so far. Yeah. So for me, I think, I mean, I just like to give timelines to get the hype going. Because uh, do you know about my hype philosophy, by the way? Uh, I don't know. No, you can that share. was just that was a rhetorical. So I have four. There's four stages. High philosophy. Okay. So you go if you if you choose not to hype, right, and the thing doesn't happen, you get literally nothing out of it because you you didn't participate, you weren't in it and stuff. If you choose to hype, and the thing didn't happen, well, at least you got some fucking hype out of it, which is always fun, you know. Right, um, you had fun building up. Building up. No, you didn't know it wasn't coming. So right. That's right, and so then. If you didn't hype, but then the thing does happen, it's like, okay, well, it happened, but you didn't get to hype out about it. But then option number four, motherfucker, is, is if you hype and the thing fucking happens, like we are manifesting it now collectively. Right, you get the full ride. Yeah. You get the full ride. And so, then, okay, so that's why, like, why the fuck not? Like, life is short. We're getting a photoreal PS5 RPG, fucking Red Dead Matrix, fucking Horizon Zero Matrix, whatever. Um, God of War, like that's happening. And then the series again. This doesn't. It's not. We're not pulling it out of like fanboyish. I hate that word. It's like it's about what's measurable, what's observable. He does have like as as if he'd yeah. be with CD Projekt Red and not networking about the Matrix. It's a fucking. It's like literally, and obviously, your friend, amazing. Can't wait to have him on the show. It, that that congruence of video game you know and like the avatar folks for example i do avatar too i spoke with the one of the designers in the sequels they're cool. doing right now they're using the same assets for those films in the game that they're developing with ubisoft and stuff and so 1000 percent we're gonna have like okay we'll just drag and drop because of ps5 like a sentinel boom into this ps5 game it's gonna be insane dude and then like the character posters in like august it's like you'll have neo you'll have niobe who knows what niobe looks like nowadays how fucking cool is that that jada's coming you, you, back you saying that actually reminds me of the last flight of the osiris because the final fantasy team is is who made that animatrix episode and like you said they were sent the cgi modeling for the sentinels the diggers all that different stuff so that's why it looks like it could just be a scene in the film and that's another thing that makes that gives that Animatrix episode extra layer is the fact that it is tied in directly to the events right before the Matrix Reloaded. You said it, and guess who's joining? Yeah. I we, we, we oh, summoned him. V. We summoned him from the big V digital audio. What is going on? <laughs> Welcome, my friend. How you doing? Good. Thanks for oh, having me. No, it's an honor, man. I've just been vibing with your friend over here. It's like literally like brothers from other mothers. It's so cool. And I expect nothing uh, different from you. Um, your reputation precedes you, with, precedes you with the Matrix Online. We were just discussing how uh, we are very much like feasibly looking at um, potentially. No, no, no. Let's get rid of potential. Like it's happening. Let's fucking manifest it. Uh, yeah. Right oh, now. AC manifested your appearance. So he's definitely we, we did, manifest we did this new Matrix game. <laughs> it happens, man. Put it into the digital ether, man. Is this this the idea Matrix of, is strong in you? It is. And so you're doing that by holding that flame alive for the Matrix, keeping that dialogue going about like it makes so much sense for this of all franchises because it is computers, because it is like, you know, and that's why Avatar, like, again, it's a bit of a video gamey thing where you embody this thing. And that's why that fits for that. Ubisoft are doing that, but I want to see it, man. Like Vesuvius, uh, we're going to see on social media. We're manifesting it. Fucking rock star. Fucking someone will be like, yeah, it's been a secret. We've been developing it. Keanu worked things out with CD Projekt Red. We're using the same assets from Matrix 4. Fucking like pushing you on the spot, like fucking trial by five Vesuvius. What would you want to see in a modern version of the Matrix Online or something like a third person RPG? Go for it, man. Oh, well, I think the Matrix Online was very 
lofty in its goals. So uh, considering I kind of lived through that and it didn't quite live up to the hype, I'd like to see the Matrix Online lived up to the hype, even if it's got to be rebuilt from the ground up because we had everything. Uh, we had everything except for Neo, but you know that kind of was kind of built in. I know Neo is the central character in the Matrix franchise, but um, in the Matrix Online game, he there was a reason that he wasn't there. You know, he had died, mm -hmm. so it made sense for him. Plus, th that was a void for the players to fill. Mm -hmm. All right, everyone tried to be uh, the most powerful player, uh, and the, you know the savior of their organization. So I would like to see the Matrix Online mm -hmm. actually succeed and come to fruition. Okay, that's very, very, very eloquently put. Uh, I think that's very measured. Uh, you can, you, I mean, I can sense that you're, yeah, like you, ha you have the backing of like having been exposed to it, having like been immersed in it. Um, and what's great is, uh, so I, I haven't actually, sadly, I haven't actually gotten around to playing it. But here's the thing: is with what I mentioned before about Neo, sorry, Neo, Keanu, with with Cyberpunk, um, and some of the stuff where, like, honestly, I'm getting the vibe from Keanu that he is literally up and ready right now for anything. Like he's making his own, he's doing Berserker. He like, he's writing stuff. And so also Lana, I sense that too. And and WB, for example, like we were just saying earlier, uh, can I call Vesuvius or V? Is V cool? I'll just call you V. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that's cool. Um, there's a sense that they just they're ready like let's go let's fucking like make the quintessential like the version of it and i'm absolutely certain that with what we have now compared to back then it was like 2003 when it launched um the uh, the matrix online man the infrastructure we have now uh how everything you know twitch like imagine something where they take that concept and it's like maybe look at destiny like they just they jumped from game to game you know they carried that community over uh and the, the v's of the world would join this hypothetical thing and it would fit fucking perfectly we're going speeding towards 5g into 6g it really is like things are being paved uh the the, the way is being paved for something where yep you know the the matrix so the the avatar thing like that's what they promise is like you'll just be able to go to pandora or whatever it's like okay well the matrix right here like the world like it's even probably probably arguably easier because you're using assets to resemble i guess 1999 if they're going to do that although there's a very let's fucking open that up um laz the matrix as we'll return to it now will it be the 1999 or will it be like modern times like what do you think uh, well real quick since we're going over acceptable nicknames is it cool if i call you ac albert you is can AC call me ac cool? go for it oh, okay so all right so to answer your question um Right, so we talked about Alexander Heman a little bit, but um, David Mitchell, uh, he actually in an interview did say that, you know, you can kind of ignore the fact that like cell phones are the thing and there's no more pay phones or you can write it into the script. And he said that they did write it into the script and they wrote in that 20 years has passed. So like I said, Lana Wachowski's involved. We know that there's no Lily, but I do believe that when you ask the 1999 reference, I believe that it's going to be different than the other three. Mm. I think it's going to have a different look, a different feel, honestly, based on the art that I've seen, you know, with um, Tom Twyker being involved in this and he was on Cloud Atlas. There's a lot of people who are part of the production team from Cloud Atlas. There was a lot of people and actors even from uh, Sense8, mm. which yeah. I did watch on Netflix. Yeah. And I think I think it's going to feel like the Matrix meets Sense Eight, if that makes sense. I think so. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what's your riff on that, V? Well, uh, uh, you know, with the cell phones, you know, it, it kind of makes sense to reflect where we are now and actually have cell phones. And you know, there's been a lot of debate on whether they're going to be able to jack in and jack out of the Matrix through the cell phones. So, you, you know, when you, you mention where our technology is going, you know, that all could reflect in the movie. And uh, I think that that would be, you know, very cool if they do keep it where there's no cell phones. I mean, that's fine, too. I mean, that, that could we could just cough that up to a glitch in the Matrix yeah. and say, well, technology has stopped because, you know, we have to kind of slow them down a mm. little bit so that we can execute our grand plan. Mm. And but, uh, I just wanted to throw that in there because because you, you mentioned the, the cell phone thing um, and the debates about this. And you're saying, you know, it could be a glitch in the Matrix if there are no cell phones. But on the flip side. It wasn't only pay phones like, you know, they, they had hardline phones in, you know, abandoned. Uh, what was that like an appliance store that mm. they jacked in for the um, 
The TV Horrible. repair shop. Yeah. TV repair shop. Thank you. So, so you see what I'm saying? Like hard lines are still a thing. I get it. They're not as popular. A lot of people have voice over internet protocol. I get that. But mm. you know, they still sell hard lines. They still exist. Mm. That's right. You've got me thinking now all kinds of things of this. Frankly, I mean, Lana, to come back and say, look, you know, tackling the subject matter with the context and the trappings and the, um, as you said, you know, this idea of all being able to kind of, that would make, that would make honestly things much more fast paced, I guess, with being able to jack in, jack out through these, through these smartphones. Like that is quite an endeavor to just sort of look and say, actually, let's revisit this concept now. It's very brave, actually, creatively. That she easily could have like, you know, rode on the laurels of the trilogy and 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 leave it be. But I I can see her saying with this awakening of herself, like as I was saying, uh, v early, uh, v earlier, just about how honestly the soul of this film will be Lana will be this um, commentary which is now fully out there of what it means to to be your actual true self you know the merging of self with residual self-image and what's interesting is um when we look at neo at the start of like the, the 99 film he i mean he doesn't have the long hair and the beard but say if you add in an extra 20 years on him he probably in that in that same hacker room he would have that like and so i kind of like the idea of us revisiting thomas anderson as we saw him before being the one you know um, uh, and uh, Alexander Himan very kindly uh, he follows and he he likes the the, the Matrix uh, podcast stuff over on Instagram and I put this line of dialogue you know it's it's the Oracle saying you know like it's like you're waiting for something you know um, and in, in another life perhaps and I kind of put out there look hey um, you know in December we'll, we'll see what that other life was and he liked that and I posted that to the Reddit and then I was like it could be nothing it could be something and uh, what I what I really really think it, with um in particular with just like focusing on on neo because um and i don't want to like i don't want to ruffle any feathers here like i believe neo will be very important but i want to open up the floor to you guys to talk about who's stepping into this story uh the younger cast uh what the promises of going on from here with going into the next generation and such i i think i'll throw it to v and then we'll circle to uh, to laz go for it Oh, stunned into silence. I like it. I like it. Contemplative. Are you there, v? Well, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. No, I just had an interruption. So that's okay. That's all right. You had an agent. It's all good. You, you sorted it out. That's fine. <laughs> all good. Um, just that notion, and yet, just to kind of rephrase, is um, going forward. I mean, obviously, like Neo's here. It's going to be wonderful uh, to see uh, Keanu as Neo, and in many ways, he's like the icon uh of the franchise at the moment but i am very if not even more excited to see who's stepping into this story especially younger uh, generations you know to keep this story going forward and this dialogue about you know freeing yourself from control it's it's such an important dialogue so who do you think um stepping into this story what do you what do you reckon okay so uh who do we have here for for the new cast hmm. uh well laz laz yeah. who do we got who do we Where have? you want me to start? We got so we want to start with Sense Eight. You got uh, yeah. Arandira Ibarra, mm -hmm. uh, Toby Anwamir. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I'm forgetting Wolfgang's well, real name. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the younger ones. We also have Neil Patrick and we have Priyanka. Those will be interesting yeah. to see uh, who they uh, connect to. You know, that'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah, Abdul Mateen. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah. Jessica Henwick. From Iron yes. Fist. Yes, Jessica. Yes. She's supposed okay, to have a so, pretty big role. So, so let me start with Jessica and Yaya. Hmm. First, uh, Yaya is a, a fantastic actor. Um, I mean, the guy's got the look. Okay. He's okay. he could he could play anything. And um, I, I think he'll be a main character as well as Jessica. Hmm. Now, um, I, I've got to take it back to the Matrix Online because it just looks like it fits. Hmm. Neo is has to be sought after. Okay, it's the race to find the one all over again. Okay, it's going to be a little bit different. Obviously, it's not it's not the video game, but I uh, it certainly looks like there's going to be a race to find the one. Someone's going to try and find Neo. Someone's going to find try and uh, try to find Trinity. It might be the next generation of heroes, or it might be the opposition, or it might be the exiles. Mm. So uh, I think that that's what we're going to get. Um, I mean, I hope I get not only what i want but uh hopefully what i don't expect in this yeah. movie should we laz i think we should be a bit do a bit of a i call it the hideaki anno disclaimer right so because i do evangelion as well and they, they have some connected dna these two as well that we're talking about this um 
possibilities and stuff. And I love that there's just this absence. And again, I was saying to Laz earlier, V, I love when there's no information. I very much don't kind of vibe with that whole thing of like, we want trailers. And it's like, for me, it's, I, I see it as an invitation to go into all kinds of, uh, you know, tangent, uh, tangential and like adjacent subject matter. And with Hideaki Anno, like he has this thing of, ah, oh yeah. So all your expectations and hopes and dreams, fuck off like he'll just like throw him and i and like rockabode from uh, we at one point definitely got to get him on the show uh, over at mega 64 he talks about the very real potential of this being pretty a pretty heady kind of uh you know like f- like take the architect conversation and like give no fucks like amplify that and like obviously there'll be action and stuff but i would be actually really open to it being this uh yeah like cerebral i would love for it to to be in in that direction like uh, is there anything i guess we can say is that talking about expectations is what would each of you kind of want to see in terms of that balance of the action and that cerebral aspect Um, i'll throw it to uh laz okay so kind of like what we talked about before when you were giving us the four stages of hype yeah Um, (laughs) thank you when it when it comes to when it comes to this particular question like i don't have an expectation like i waited 20 years for another one so i'm just happy that we're back excited about the matrix um and because lana's involved and because you know i'm i'm a big credits guy like i said i'm looking at who worked on what and the team she's put together it's not going to be trash like there's no way it's it's it's, it's gonna be at least okay like you know what i'm saying like that's (laughs) That's on a bad that's on a bad bad day i mean i think it's gonna be really good um but you know we won't see till we get there but but again I'm looking at the like the actors we just rattled off and the chemistry. You know what I mean? There's there's already chemistry between Keanu, Carrie Ann, and Jada Pinkett Smith, and then you have chemistry between the the Sense Eight cast who work together, and and that almost is the bridge to pass pass the torch right there. Yeah. Um, so you know what I mean? Just from a a, a teamwork standpoint, I think it's going to be fantastic. But but more specifically, like um, when you're looking at the writers, because you know originally it was Lily and Lana writing everything, and now Lana has. Uh, Alexander Himon and David Mitchell in the writing room mm-hmm. who in their own right have you know really uh become powerhouse writers on their own mm-hmm. so now you're putting all three of those minds together to write this script I just I just I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be great V <laughs> any riffs on that if, if well if I go for it. yeah go, go for it well, I, I, I do hope, and the only thing I'll mention about The Matrix Online and this little thing is that I just hope it remains canon because I really enjoyed that story. I think it will. Uh, ha- I think Path of Neo Having is said canon, that, right? like, um, I think right? it's mostly canon, mm-hmm. uh, except for like the ending was like a little bit of fun. Yeah. But uh, as, as far as uh, I'd like, I'd love to see some, uh, you know, big explosions and uh, I, I want to see some combat. Uh, I really like where they went with the John Wick combat because uh, I'm I'm a very big mixed martial arts fan. Mm. So since I've kind of done a little bit of mixed martial arts, now when I get into and I see big movies and, you know, the physics is off a little bit, and I'm kind of like, eh, you know, that, that punch wouldn't really hurt. You know, like I want to see good combat. And, mm. you know, I don't mind the stylized and the fancy stuff. Um, I really like the Chateau fight because... You know, he, he incorporated some flight and some weapons and, uh, you know, fought multiple opponents. So I, I want to see a lot of cool combat and I want to see yeah. some explosions. You've taken me back because they, they were filming it here in Australia at the time. And I was training. I was like <laughs> watching it. I was like, surely they have to do some pickups. And I was like practicing. I was like, I'll fucking go to Sydney. I'll see if they need people. It was crazy. You just you just made me kind of do some halcyon remembering. Um, but we mentioned so Indira and uh, Jessica, right? Um, so I think Jessica, she's been in Star Wars, I think, uh, as like one of the pilots, I think. Yes, um, absolutely. That's correct. It, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Last Jedi, maybe? The Last Jedi. That's right. One of the pilots, yeah. yeah. I would I would love to. I'm just, again, I love to just mind's eye cinema this shit. Like a fight scene with them, you know, uh, seeing them, uh, for example, like I want to see more of, you know, the twins are one of my favorite characters. Um the and I, again evangelion i love that i just love the idea of very quirky interesting riffs on the classic martial arts scene you know and the idea of this uh you know programs that can like duplicate one another and like act as one and like fight in the same kind of sync like imagine with like modern cg obviously these people had issues back in the day with the the photorealism you know of, of back then but 
back to what we were talking about with how feasible it will be to just photogrammetry that stuff to do like you know we've we're a couple of years after what we what they did with Tarkin for example in Rogue One um just the potential in the in the, and I really think Lana like didn't take any of that oh too much cg shit like she's like i fucking told the story that was there i needed to tell it with tools that i had so i actually expect i had a fuck it it's time i'm gonna show i'm gonna share my fucking matrix dream that i had i had this like four months ago and uh i told my fiance i was like i dreamt of like neo in like it was just all white you know how there's that scene in um you know in the face first matrix where he's like oh this is just like it's where we like summon stuff or whatever it was the construct yeah the construct exactly but then it would pan over and there would be like shapes way in the distance and it's like some and like some shit's happening in the construct verse and so things like you can see almost like grecian marble coming up out of the construct and i just remember seeing like books like piles of books and stuff it was really fucking surreal it was completely different it was very dreamlike you know and like we've seen the matrix we've seen the construct we've seen certain spaces but i would be so interested to see like the chateau i loved the palette change we got with that like marble and stuff like it was very different from the buildings of the first one you know so would you guys be open for going into a bit more of the surreal like for example like in Bloodborne, like there's a place that like there's columns that go up forever and stuff. Like, what is your comfort level, at, while still staying true to the Matrix of like surrealistic environments where the, maybe the Matrix is trying to figure out what it is and it it doesn't quite know how to represent the real world if they're like dreamlike pockets of the Matrix just for the purposes of like you know Doctor Strange did some of this like jumping between platforms and like how but still keeping it the Matrix. What do you reckon, um, Laz? What would you be comfortable with? Well, what's interesting, uh, you talking about having a Matrix dream. I mean, I, I've had many, many Matrix dreams, especially while playing yeah. the Matrix online, but that's a whole other chapter. Oh, um, future episodes, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. That's a whole other conversation. But um, uh, what I did want to say is, because someone actually commented this on my channel, so it's not like this big secret uh, others have noticed, but the logo that I use, the green lo logo, that Japanese symbol, mm. that's actually the kanji for the word dream. Mm. So for me, the dream... Oh aspect of the matrix is is always been a, a core part of the story and just that kind of you know how do we know if we're sleeping or dreaming and you know i, I do believe that there's going to be some of that you know and we mentioned neo's bald head and all that and also um they gave away that plaque the plaque for the hovercraft in the matrix 4 the name of that hovercraft was nemesine hmm. and that's the uh the greek goddess for uh remembrance memory there you go Right. So, you know, when you're going to ask me about dreams, I mean, uh, I, I, you know, I can't tell you that I know where this is going to go, but I definitely feel as though that that dream aspect, that haze, uh, again, with Tom Twyker um, before Cloud Atlas, he actually did the cinematography, cinematography for Vanilla Sky with Tom Cruise. There you go. And that's another, you know what I mean? Like dream reality. So I think, I mean, it might not be with the construct. It might, but I think that there's definitely going to be like the kind of visuals that you were talking about in your dream. I mean, don't be surprised if we see some similar Lana version of that in the Matrix 4. You said it. The man. groundwork's there. The groundwork yeah. is there. You said it. V, any riffs on that? Well, I was going to say, you know, as a Matrix fan, I got to kind of take a step back and because whatever, whatever Lana Wachowski says is going to happen in the Matrix is what's going to happen in the Matrix. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to find ways to make that fit with what I believe and eventually uh, expand my understanding of this franchise uh accordingly mm. but um you know I, when, when you talk about dream movies there was another one that uh, i thought was really really um special and that was eternal uh eternal sunshine on a spotless mind mm. and when i was talking to somebody about this movie it's like that watching that movie gave me the feeling of dreaming okay just mm. some of the visuals and 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 the tones of it um, so if you haven't seen that, that's definitely worth two hours of your time. It's mm. definitely wor worth uh, the watch. Excellent. But, you know, when, when you start talking about like, oh, it'll look, you know, dreamlike that, you know, that's kind of what I hope for. I, I did enjoy Vanilla Sky. Uh, it took me a couple of watchings to understand that. 
But, Tech um, support. Yeah. I, have, <laughs> yeah. I have something to throw into the into the mix because you've both inspired me. So you're both also extremely. I'm very uh, unfettered with this. You're amazing co-hosts. Like you are so great with picking things up, expanding them, going on tangents. So like credit to you both. Like it's well, a we've been practicing. <laughs> yeah, you guys are great. Um, it's all so, leading up to this. Yeah, for sure. You said it. and then beyond for sure. I, I want to say so. Uh, to kind of again to the people I don't know pushing their prams or like mowing their lawn I just kind of put this out there we are going to see a Matrix film a post Doctor Strange post Inception post Tenet Matrix film and as we know one of the core things of the Matrix that we know we associate with is that they innovate uh, at least in some way if not just what's on screen the techniques of the filmmaking. Uh, we know that Cameron's doing some stuff with underwater motion capture, that kind of stuff. We know that with obviously bullet time, that's like one of the, the core things of the identity uh, pop culture wise, you know, uh, published like zeitgeist wise of the matrix. Um, I am so curious and I want to open the floor up to this of not the idea of like necessarily needing to outdo Dr. Strange or outdo uh, Inception or whatever, but I frankly believe Lana is about to look and just go to those and say, ah, that's that's cute. Okay, well, let me show you how the OG does it. And like, let's take it to the new level in a completely other way. So want to open that up to the full V, go for it. Yeah, you know, when you mentioned Avatar before, I was thinking, now I didn't love Avatar, but it's kind of up my alley. And I think the reason why is because it came after The Matrix. You know, I, I very few movies since The Matrix has has blown my mind. Uh, I've enjoyed lots of movies, but it was just it was just a different feeling with The Matrix. The Matrix may have absolutely <laughs> busted my cherry. Yeah, any kind of mind films. blowing. Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Uh, but uh, you know what? Ah, what, uh, what were we saying? <laughs> That's okay, man. Uh, no, it's it's cool. Talk like, about bullet time and just the the look, like uh, effects. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Post Inception. Okay. Post so all the Christopher Nolan stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, I think music would have uh, probably a lot to do with that. Mm. You know, just just going back and, and uh, rewatching the movies. Um, there was another movie I was watching where I was like, "Wow, the music makes this so much better." Oh, you know what it was. It was uh, Infinity War when, oh, or yeah. uh, it was Infinity War when Thanos throws someone off the cliff. There, I don't want to throw what? throw any That's spoilers out. Yeah, but I was like, you know, without this music, it would be completely different. But the music really, really makes you know these are characters that I, I didn't know. You know, I didn't read these comics when I was a kid. I don't care about these characters. They're they're sea level at best, and I'm sitting there watching this movie for like the 20th time and i'm like kind of feeling something i'm like it's because of the music yeah and uh, i really hope that we get a killer matrix score and soundtrack again well and no you, since you brought up the importance of music i want to make a correction here because i'm all about accurate information i said tom twiker did the cinematography for vanilla sky that's actually john tall tom john twiker tall. yeah yeah tom T twiker did co-direct cloud atlas with lana and lily and he's doing the music for Matrix Four, so he is involved. I got that part right, but just a different title. But um, to, hope, to answer your question, yeah, no, no, actually, I didn't mean to interrupt. All I want to say is, Don Davis did amazing work on the. Um, yeah, a lot of people are upset that he's not back. That's okay. That's, that's fair. That's just fair. sending him good vibes. Didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> exactly. Us. Oh, he's yeah. still doing well. He's still getting work. That's cool. Um, but but yeah, to answer your question, uh, I believe it was Jessica Henwick said that she saw camera rigs on the set in Berlin that she's never seen before right there and the fucking hype. neil patrick harris said that there's a lot of practical shots so just taking those little teeny tiny clues and trying to piece them together to predict something mm, i think we're going to see looks that we haven't seen before is it going to be as revolutionary as bullet time who knows i don't think so but we'll see um you know lana's very creative but yeah. what i will say is because of the influence that she had on the staff and with working with the stunt uh, the 8711 crew who was responsible for the John Wick series and because Keanu, Keanu Reeves is in that and they kind of cross collaborate. I think what we're going to see is a John Wick paced action, but with less jump cutting. It's not going to be like these quick slices. It's mm. just, the camera's just going to flow. Mm. You know what I mean? Like in real time. That's just my guess of the little clues that the actors gave us. Okay. I can dig that. Yeah. And it's so interesting. So the first film, with this thing of the, the now iconic, obviously, uh, the storm, the raiding of the building to rescue uh, Morpheus, 
Like it, there's almost some proto John Wick aspects there with with um, just the amount of guns. First of all, it was very gun driven that first one for sure. It was obviously before he uh, developed his powers of being able to stop bullets and stuff. Um, uh, there's obviously the appeal that I would love of wanting to get like get back in the game and like training back up kind of thing of uh, seeing him regain his powers. That would be interesting. Um, again all these directions that it can go in but i love again hearing little quotes as little uh hints like that just gives us the little nudges it's like like the little adjustments on the steering wheel like knowing where we're going because it is just this matrix code fog we're all driving in in this hype train you know <laughs> um so but i i really dig that uh and i think yeah so especially with the berlin stuff so now it's so interesting so they chose berlin right and i just want to say so like that had to be deliberate obviously i don't think the matrix like they chose i mean there was uh, the subsidies and stuff with with australia when they filmed here but australia like with the cities there's like a certain look right uh, of like with sydney it's just it is like the you know the megalopolis that kind of thing and honestly like filming in that complete separate country it gives me the sense that it just from a palette point of view from a vibe point of view it is just going to be so like like palpably different just like the setting like you're you right yeah it's gonna you know, look like a different. european yeah, yeah, matrix yeah, yeah. yeah and like with the merovingian we haven't even talked about him coming back um absolutely wanna, yeah let's go a cold drop like on the spot v the merovingian matrix four go for it yeah merovingian you, you know at some points you don't get a cooler character yeah. uh he, he's he's smart he's cunning he's uh he, he can curse in french <laughs> i mean <laughs> And and he's got he's got a character for every needed situation. Okay, his arsenal of exiles are everything that's inside Batman's utility belt and more. Mm, that's very well put, for sure. And I, he actually had a really really large role in the Matrix Online. Like yeah, his character was key. Honestly, yeah. yeah, honestly, I, I want to just again really reiterate like there's just too many signs for it not to be frankly how it really seems like it will eventually be which is taking what this established and again it's multi-year the canon that was developed for matrix online i just don't see them doing chucking a disney you know and you oh the matrix legends you know and and if they do i think lana will be respectful and in some way the reboot will be canon like it's so it's like that may actually you, be yeah go ahead go ahead Les. Well, since you brought up the word canon, uh, V and I actually, we did like a long live stream just going over each item of the Matrix universe, you know, each individual comic, That's you know, right. each video game, each Animatrix episode and, and gave our opinion on what's canon and what is not. Mm. And the list of non-canon, real short. I'm talking count on one hand, less than five. I think they do a great job of letting their co-collaborators create within the Matrix universe mm. without undoing or retconning what's already there. Yeah, it's it really lends itself to that. Frankly, honestly, when you have that digital aspect, when you have that idea of reboots and and glitches, man, you know, a lot of canons wish they had glitches in their canons. Like, right. oh yeah, so and so that birthday, uh, it was a glitch. Like J.K. Rowling probably fucking dreams of being able to have glitches in her universe whenever she makes a mistake or wants to, you know, uh, you know, reverse engineer some new plot element. It's all possible within the within the Matrix. Yeah, and, it's just uh, very malleable. Yeah very malleable and i'll just going to say like this comes from love right we saw the matrix achieve something in the early 2000s in terms of you know zeitgeist you know in the commercials on the billboards and stuff and then it receded uh in many ways you can almost see it a bit like avatar in that way where it's like still there's a, there's a presence of it but it's like a lower kind of hum it's in the periphery in the background but honestly and i say this as like a really like from a place of love challenge it's like i want to see the matrix fully step even more into this as as Laz and I we kicked this uh, recording off about like let's get people really you know the the self-sustaining flames like the V's and the Laz's of the world let's get unified and like really amplify that signal and this is what we're doing signal boosting and really like create that longevity so that after Matrix 4 the party keeps going the dialogue again the core of these films will always be that free your mind dialogue you know and whatever ancillary media takes shape around that board games you know novels i would love to see different authors i think lana would be so open to you know a whole different team of people taking on this streaming series the matrix hypothetically although very very likely manifesting yeah, I think it's very likely yeah. yeah and so novels and everything but it is coming up to the hour and a half that we're about to be recording for oh and wow are you I serious know. 
<laughs> it's crazy. I feel like again, just complete brothers, siblings across the cosmos are the 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 program, man, the ethosphere. It's been so rad speaking with you both. Damn. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Well, what the hell is on for your rest of your Davy? What's going on? What time is it over there? In New York, it's about 5 p.m., so it's going to be dinner time and putting little ones to bed Aww. and uh, maybe getting a little bit more Instagram time nice. before I drift off. Excellent, man. Well, I'll edit this one up very quick and I'll actually put out a couple of clips. You know, when it's like, you know, you've spoken about Matrix Online, I'll just put like, hey, yeah, Vesuvius speaks about Matrix Online in relation to 2021. And I love doing that, like the creating the Zoom masks. It'll be a good time. That's, that's my rest of the day. But uh, Laz, my man, what's the rest of your day? Oh, so right after this, I'm going to finish the thumbnail and upload the uh, review of the, or I guess it's more of a narration or summary of the Miller's Tale Matrix comic. I've been doing uh, one Matrix comic a week, trying to get them all done before the movie's released. Nice. Um, so that way, you know, anybody who missed out and wants to try to play catch up can check that out before the movie comes out. But real quick, I, I just, I didn't want to forget because I wrote a little note here. Go you mentioned it. freeing your mind earlier and I wanted to come back to that. Because when you're talking about the Matrix trilogy and freeing your mind, uh, like we said, we did mention that the original film is like the most classic in its you know production, execution, everything. Um, with Reloaded, you get, and this is by design. I've heard the Wachowskis talk about this. And the second one, it's the deconstruction. It's like deconstructionist philosophy. It yeah. takes apart everything you thought you knew from the first one. And that's why like a lot of people are like, well, what is this? This is, I don't like this. I, I reject this because- I love deconstruction. It's great. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and that's the thing. And then revolutions, is almost a reconstruction, but it allows you, it doesn't answer everything. So it allows you to come up with your own answers. Mm. And I think that's why I love talking about the Matrix Trilogy, why I recommend it to people. I think it's a good mental exercise. I think it's healthy for us to be in the practice of breaking things down mm. and putting them back together mm. and seeing what's there when we put it back together. Sometimes those foundational pieces are still there and you can trust them. And sometimes it's like, wait, I shouldn't trust that. And I think that that's really healthy for us as, you know, like mature adults to do. Mm -hmm. um, but when you now bring this to the Matrix 4, where a lot of people think that, oh, the Matrix 4 is going to answer all these questions that we had from the original trilogy. I go the other direction. I go way left. I think it's going to give us new questions yeah. that will allow this franchise to, like you said, pass the torch mm -hmm. and create even more. So mm -hmm. new questions. You said it there. And um, this idea of being a, the 360 entity that is so free and self-secure enough to look at things from complete other angles, complete other perspectives, and not hem yourself into just a limited slice of the pie of, of, you know, your own kind of viewpoint on life. And as you said, deconstructing, reconstructing, it is always a mark of the most well-rounded, self-secure minds that they are absolutely open to whatever comes. That's mm -hmm. not something of, you know, people often, uh, they rush to judge about like, oh, you're just happy with whatever they'll do because you're like, you love them no matter what it's like no i just i value my own ability to be open-minded and to assess this from the angle that it's coming at me from and then scooping around the other side and like looking at it from that point of view and i think honestly you're getting the most you both of you are living so well right now like time is ticking who knows what happens in the future it's like by being so open-minded you're literally letting all of life in and like the the fact that we have you know media like the matrix to launch those discussions as a platform, you know, this sci-fi veneer, whatever, but it is just the human condition. And it's so, so important to, to, to be as you're living, you know, really valuing that sense of, Hey, like being open. So like, I just respect the hell out of both of you for that, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, Thank thanks you. for having us. No worries. Okay. Well, let's, let's, I'm going to pencil in something for, uh, let's maybe do like a monthly thing or whatever, by the way, I low key V, uh, mate, like, like that's it laz is is the co-host right uh v you are also the co-host of the matrix podcast it's right there no pressure uh it's just you're both perfect for this i reckon so obviously there's never with me any of the stuff i do never any pressure but for me you guys are the host of this podcast i produce it i i join with but i couldn't have hoped for like more kindred open-minded uh and like eclectic uh new matrix scholars to be on the show and to you know lead it into the into the future that's had to be said. So there you I'm go. I'm humbled. Thank you. That was very nice. It's true. It's Eloquent. true. And so, 
for sure and so like yeah i'll i'll send you guys a thing for maybe at some point in june we'll just see maybe because you know who knows what e3 might bring but i think the big one is going to be sdcc uh and just sort oh, of what's see. the date of that event um 23rd of july is um it's going to okay. be smaller okay. it's going to be online but there could be a teaser poster that could be something we could get rescheduling and um either way i'll send you guys that so but i'm so honored to meet you both and i'm i'm stoked to kind of yeah go forward with it again always based on your availability but we'll we'll go from there all right yeah These don't guys hesitate to send us a line yeah. yes all right man have a fantastic rest of your day and great to meet you both thank you you too all right guys take it easy